Killer, it's the off season. Let's keep it tall. Y'all ain't fucking with my man. And don't check your watch. You know the time. Cold world. Killer Cam. This is full. Yeah. Finish. This too easy for me now. From the new Vince Loviano here at Pat O'Leary. Some non-boomer music tender this show this week. Seamus is not here, as you can tell. Which, by the way, congratulations to Seamus' family. They have a new member. Very much. Donovan McNabb. I mean, Donovan, uh, (laughs) not McNabb, Manners. Mitchell. (laughs) Please, no. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, best uh, congratulations to Seamus and the family. Couldn't be here because he was with them, but you know, Mm -hmm. he's where he needs to be. Yep. So now we can actually talk about some basketball today. Yeah, it'll be great. I mean, we could actually get a breakdown of the playoffs going. We can't, we can, uh, not have somebody here screaming about how good the Phillies are when they're not. Yeah, let's get out of the way. Here's the Phillies talk. They suck, <laughs> and I'm tired of them already. And this One of three on the weekend. <laughs> it's it's so it's so bad to watch. It's it's like painful. I mean, it's just like I I don't even think I watched. I didn't watch them this weekend. I think I've said before that it's like a toxic relationship because every year I get my hopes up. Yep, and they just let me down without fail. It's every, every single time. Yeah. So like, <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Um, before we even get into the Sixers, Pat, how was your weekend? I had a pretty good weekend. I was down in D.C. Uh, the okay. bars were open for the first time ever on Saturday. Or not ever, but like fully open Since on pandemic. Saturday. And we went to this one bar. This dude named Pete was the bartender. He was on Aux, which we found out Pete. later. Um, he was giving me free shots of whiskey all night. So that was great. That's dangerous for <laughs> it you. It was very dangerous. <laughs> for you, that's, that's dangerous. But um, great dude. Shout out Solly's in D.C. Great time. Keep uh keep Pete please because he's the man, um <laughs> but he was fucking queuing up tunes yeah. dude he had punk rock going all night and I was in heaven keep Pete because he just gives us free alcohol <laughs> you know that might not be great for business but don't don't get rid of it him. was only me I think <laughs> I feel like if anyone deserves free whiskey it's you at this point <laughs> I mean I was walking up every time and just walking away with four Bud Lights so it was like he was like you know I like you I was like yeah because I'm giving you like thirty dollars every yeah, time I'm I walk up to giving you. you half the revenue you're making <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking the whole bar. That was uh, the best part. Everybody I, was drinking Miller High yeah. Life. I was drinking Bud Light. I was like, all right. You got to stick with your roots, man. Of course. That's always. what you love. <laughs> um, my weekend, I took place in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, <laughs> out in the middle Bumblefuck. of nowhere. Basically, Harrisburg mm-hmm. for uh, my friend's graduation party. Mm-hmm. Got really drunk in a barn. <laughs> it was a new experience It looked me. pretty lit. I got to admit. We were doing, you know, some karaoke. <laughs> yeah, I saw I you were. Breaking out the singing chops. Um Multiple videos of me absolutely hammered uh, singing karaoke to people who were passed out all over the place. <laughs> that yeah. was the best video today when I saw that. I was cracking the fuck up. You see Pat just face down on the uh, table. <laughs> Pat, yeah, Pat, friend of the show, Seamus' brother, he he got really drunk and sang, uh, what's the what's the name of the song? Funky Town. Oh, let's go. And then he did uh, Never Gonna Give You Up, too. <laughs> he was putting Little Rick Astley action? He did. <laughs> And then, yeah, then he passed out in his car. Oh, that's a great move, especially for a kid who doesn't have a license. Because we all had to sleep <laughs> on, like, concrete floor. <laughs> oh, my God. You, why did you guys bring air mattresses? Uh, see, I don't own an air mattress. I brought a blanket, <laughs> a pillow, and I just laid on the floor. Oh now, God. fast forward, we were sleeping, and at 4 a.m., one of our friends, Franco, you know Franco. Oh, I love him. We didn't know where he was at, but me and my one friend were awake, kind of, and from upstairs in, like, the attic of this barn <laughs> where there are church pews, we heard a rustling around and footsteps, and I I could have shit my pants in that very moment. And then Franco walks down the steps, and I'm like, how long have you been up there? He's like, eh, I don't know. I'm just sleeping on the church pews. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Little throwback to Catholic school days. Yeah, the next day, we walk out, and we find Pat and his girlfriend in their car sleeping. <laughs> 
So that's how that weekend went. I mean, that's that, dude. They had to be sweating their dicks off. They had the window cracked. <laughs> the cracked like they were, it. They were like, a, like leaving a baby in a hot car. <laughs> Imagine Patty Bombs dies from car. <laughs> That'd be like the last thing I'd expect out of him, honestly. Nah, he needs to go out of better than that. Like, I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, Ponderosa from Always Sunny, just drink yourself to death. That's how it's going to be for him. But, he wasn't uh, successful, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't but think Hopefully, possible. Pat's not successful either. <laughs> true, but true. Besides from that, weekend was pretty great because the Sixers won. That was the best part. And the, the funniest part about that is we were trying, so we were staying in my friend's apartment, and obviously we couldn't get. NBC Sports because we were right. in DC, but we're literally like running all over her buildings. We were trying to set it up on her roof TV so we could sit out and like have a beautiful day and like have it on the TV there and watch it there. And the fucking TV has like three channels, doesn't have TNT. We can't figure like the fucking HDMI cord isn't working. Nothing's working. So we missed the entire first quarter trying right. to figure that shit out. I'm literally like sitting there like watching it on my phone. My friends are like, Pat, come on, you're the computer guy. Can't you figure this? I'm like, no, <laughs> I need to watch no. this now. And um, then we finally got it on her TV. We went back down to her apartment. We were like, fuck it. Like, let's just go back down. We'll stream it on there because we right. know that actually works. But uh, so I missed the first quarter mostly because I was watching it on my phone. And then Second quarter, uh, knocked the painting off her wall because I was fist pumping everywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because you were getting so annoyed you couldn't get it on. <laughs> I wish. No, it was literally, I had my arm like up on the couch and I don't even remember. I had a bend with the put back dunk. I just went like that and just nailed the painting off the wall. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the most electric moments of the that game. That was insane. I don't blame you. That was insane. I spent the first quarter and a half-ish in the backseat of my friend's car screaming and going crazy because the Sixers couldn't hit a fucking three to save their lives. <laughs> so even in the, like, the midst of the happiness of the first two quarters, mm -hmm. I was losing my mind in the yeah. backseat of this car. Luckily, I guess I missed most of that because I genuinely, I saw, I was looking at Twitter, I was, saw it and I'm, everybody's freaking out about the threes and I'm like, yeah, you I missed all of you missed basically all of Ben's points too. Yeah, I know. That was the funny. I literally, I, I literally pulled up my phone to look at the score and look at the box score. And I'm like, oh, Ben's already got four. Uh, what you call Toby has six. I felt like it was going to be a big game for him in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he always does that though. He no, comes out yeah. right in the beginning, scores a couple points. I guess that's the first. Let's, the talk, let's let's adjust that storyline first because there's mm -hmm. a couple from the game. First would be Ben Simmons. Everyone debating on whether he had a good game or a bad game. Personally, I thought it was a good game. Yeah. I mean, 100% agree. There are things that he. I the, the free throw thing still pisses me off, though. Yeah, that'll. I think, honestly, it's like first game jitters. Honestly, I, I don't yeah. I know he's been in the playoffs before, but he hasn't really, like, they, as been a the guy team, in the playoffs. Not him specifically, but as a team, they definitely looked better at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. I think the rest of these games. Again, I predicted a sweep here. I think the rest of these games, the Sixers are going to run them off the court. Yeah, no, get out of your berms, baby. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm on board with that. But. The, ben needs to just like we've ex I've accepted the jump shot thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll come. I don't expect it to. You see maybe flashes of it here. Maybe he'll become comfortable yeah. with the little kind of mid fade post thing he does. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really know. A little what bit of a little, little bit of Embiid's yeah. game. Like a little bit of that is fine, but he needs to work on the free throws because at the end of the day, I feel like sometimes he's hesitant to be tough at the rim because he doesn't want yeah, to go to the line. Definitely. And then like you have instances at the end of the game where you put Ben on the line, he misses both free throws, mm -hmm. and then the next possession, you give it to Joel, who's frantically trying to keep it away from Ben, and then he turns it over. Mm -hmm. And like you don't want that when your primary and best ball handler on the floor at mm -hmm. the end of the game can't shoot free throws, and you're trying to keep the ball away from him. Yeah. So like That's why you see it going to Toby so much at the end of the if game. If I'm Doc, 
I am fucking on Ben's ass at practice, mm-hmm. and I have the I have the entire team at one end of the court running their plays, and Ben is at the other end just shooting free throws mm-hmm. for an hour. At the same time, though. You can't do that. No, I know. <laughs> because he is the offense. Like, he runs. Like, he is. He and Russell Westbrook are so similar in that sense, where if the offense is breaking down, it's because for some reason they're not getting the passes they want. Right. Like, the dude had 15 assists. That's absurd. That's that's literally Russell Westbrook yeah. numbers. Like Six points, 15 assists, and 16 rebounds. Yeah. The most Ben Simmons stat line yep. ever. Yep. And he was, like the fr- he was, like, one of, like, six players ever to have 15 and 15 in their first playoff game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's honestly pretty funny. Or not, sorry, the it, first uh, first uh, game of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, honestly, good game from Ben. Obviously, I need to see some more from him in mm-hmm. the category of free throws. Yeah. Like I don't, need, I don't care if he scores. Like six points at the end of the game would have been fine with me if he wasn't zero for six from the free throw line. No, hundred percent. That's agree. what hurts. Yeah, I mean, like just like, and he's been doing so well that down the stretch in the end of the season that like you really hate to see it just kind of unravel right now. Because the last thing I want to see is him actually doing well from the free throw line with like the last, let's say, twenty games. Yeah, I think he was like seventy five percent over the last twenty games, something like that. Might maybe even better, but like seeing him just come out and literally hit no free throws was like crushing. I was like, no, I know, like, <laughs> especially when he got to the line a couple times and he hit none of them. And yeah, in the end of the game where he missed both, I wanted to punch my TV yeah, so bad. No, yeah, and especially when you have Dwight actually hitting free throws, like yeah. that's where it's like, okay, come on, where's the disconnect here? Like <laughs> you got yeah. the guy who's like historically bad at free throws actually making them, and Ben who's hasn't been terrible this year at free throws not making them. Yeah, I mean. It, if he gets that aspect down of his game, I think that it takes him to another level because mm. then he'll lose the fear of driving yeah. to the rim. Um, the next part of the game I wanted to talk about was Joel Embiid with the fouls in the beginning of the game. Now, I know you missed some of it, mm-hmm. but like in my honest opinion, I'm trying to not be biased. I know I'm a Sixers fan, so it's going to come off as biases, but... Um, some of those fouls were some of the worst fouls I've ever seen called in the playoffs. I saw the third foul, and the third foul was complete bullshit. It was the one where he literally like didn't. I don't even remember who he fouled. I think it was probably fucking. Either, it was uh, Len. Yeah, he Alex like Len. didn't touch him. He was yeah. hands were straight up. Like literally, Len like out of rushed way. him, and they called a foul. And I was like, what the fuck? And see, like, I hated the way Doc used the challenge in the second half. That was like he used it on his fourth foul. I understand that. Like you're trying to not get him his fourth foul, but it was like that one was a foul. You could have used it at a better time than that. You could have used it on that third foul. Yeah. And I know I he probably didn't want to do it I don't know what half. was worse between the one you're talking about and the offensive one. Because I didn't see that one. I the did offensive not. foul was, that was egregious. Like, mm-hmm. if that was a foul consistently in the NBA, Shaquille O'Neal would not be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> not to say that he didn't get away with some fouls here and there, but, like, that was one of the softest calls I've ever seen, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I'm not saying you let these guys go out there and be the bad boy Pistons, but, yeah. like, let them play a little bit. I mean, Joel... It's the goddamn playoffs. Right, I mean, and that's why, again, I think it's going to be a sweep and we're going to blow them out for the rest of these mm-hmm. games because we won, and I know it was a bit of a close game, but Joel got in foul trouble extremely early, mm-hmm. and, like, that changes the whole game, obviously. He literally had 30 points in 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, like that he, just shows right. that if he had played a full 45 like everybody else probably did, like... Right. You don't have to send him to the bench when he's getting these shitty foul calls. Exactly. I hope the refs get it together. I mean, like... I mean, Scott Foster's a fucking... Uh, he's he's atrocious. <laughs> At least we didn't have uh, Tony Brothers, but, you know, we're probably going to get him next round. Tony's the guy you don't want to see. I know. He's we're probably going to get him next round, for all we know. <laughs> what, he's doing the he was game? He was doing the play-ins, and then I don't know what he's doing he now. He did the jazz game last I, night. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. That was also a fantastic game. I mean, yeah, he's that got the definitely thickest was. eyebrows I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> 
<laughs> He's got caterpillars on his eyes. He really does. <laughs> I, I just hate when the refs like make it about them. Like, yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's like, just let them play. Especially like, when it's these fouls that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it if Joel's out there really committing fouls, but mm-hmm. he simply was not. Yeah, no, like I it, mean, it's just, it's like Adam Silver just trying to pay the refs to get Joel out of the game so the process fails. I don't want to put on my tinfoil <laughs> hat here, but when you're doing shit like that, it makes you look bad. I mean, yeah, it's just like, obviously that, Probably isn't the case. No, but I mean, I it doesn't look but, uh, great when Joel Embiid <laughs> can't touch anyone or make a simple mm-hmm. offensive post move without getting a foul called on him. Mm-hmm. But hopefully they get that together next game because I am completely ready to see a Joel fifty point takeover in one oh of these games. Because we all know it's coming. These Wizards yeah. centers are trash. I don't yeah. care that Alex Len had a decent game. The only Joel reason he did is because yeah, <laughs> Joel wasn't playing yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, so like you t- you take those foul factors out and then it's a blowout, right? Now, someone else that stepped up beside Joel, and I think this, the X factor to the Sixers' whole playoff run here is Tobias Harris. Yes, definitely. I mean, you saw it last year. They sucked. I mean, yeah. obviously Ben wasn't in, but still. He was bad in that Celtic series. He was very, horrible, very bad. Horrible. Horrible. Like, I don't even think he scored over, he scored over 10 points, like, twice, I think. Yeah, it was it was like really bad. It, he, was, he was atrocious. This whole year has been his revenge tour. Like, it's been awesome. It's been fucking great. He dropped the headband. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Scott. Yeah. Mike Scott, they took his headband. He started sucking. Tobias Harris, his headband's gone. He's a god. Not to, <laughs> not to go away from Tobias here, but I still can't believe the NBA like implemented that rule getting rid of the ninja headbands or whatever. That was Adam, the dumbest shit ever. Adam Silver. That was fun. Like when, remember Adam when ben, Silver. Ben and Jimmy had the exclusive headband? Yeah. Like that was fun for oh, the band. Then they just dude. they just got rid of it for some reason. I mean, reason. It, they literally took away Mike Scott's power. Like yeah, now, now look at him. <laughs> it does seem like he's a good locker room presence still. Oh, the, the, he's forget, fantastic. Yeah. I think it was Maxi or some mm-hmm. one of the rookies was like Mike Scott took him under his wing kind of. Yeah. So like he seems Which like is a scary. Great, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. That's why uh uh, Matisse, if you remember a couple weeks ago before mm-hmm. the playoffs, when Matisse got in like a little fight under the net, and you yeah. see Mike Scott smiling immediately, in the just <laughs> looking like a proud dad. Yep. Yeah, he got into it with the uh, Bertans. Yeah, he did. That was awesome. Bert- Bertans, dude, he's one of <laughs> he's the such dudes, a prick. I hate him. But he puts he's up, so good. every time he puts up a three, it looks good. Like I know. I assume and they could be in. like ten feet behind the line. <laughs> yeah. Way like yeah, almost out of bounds. And he's he I, he's like quicker than Corkmaz is with his shot. Like oh, yeah. it's, it's yeah. crazy. Like because I mean, Cork's pretty quick, honestly. No, he's good, but I mean, see some guys like that. Oh, no, I know. I'm saying like he's like a lot better than Cork, obviously, but yeah, like he's just got a quicker release and just seeing even that is crazy and just watching them go in and then he had those like two in a row and I was like, fuck, he's going to catch fire. We're going to get fucked. We're going to be down 13 at half. Right. <laughs> Listen, I'm just waiting. For, and we know it's, I know it's coming. The game where it's, you know, Tobias plays like that. Joel isn't in foul trouble. And Ben is just a tad more assertive. And that's mm-hmm. going to be the games where we blow these dudes out. Yep, 100%. And I completely think they have it in them. And like I said, Tobias's play yesterday just gave me even more confidence than I already had in yeah. this year. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, he's on his revenge tour. He's uh, accepting apologies mm-hmm. from all the Sixers mm-hmm. fans. Watching him not shrink in the playoffs. Is just, I mean, obviously only one game, we know. But still, it doesn't look like that's going to stop. No. Like the man is possessed. This he year. he just looks more confident in himself. Yeah, like definitely. I think that was one of the worst things about that Celtic series. He was not confident in his shot at all. I think in general, way. in general, nobody liked the team last year. You keep seeing Joel say that, yeah. where he said like he was just on uh, the green room with Danny Green, and he literally said that he would be in the gym and hate being there. He would yeah. dread going to the gym, and hang, like 
working out and now he's like readying like the fucking pow- big energy yeah. chain the the parties after the <laughs> i thought one of the funny things about da- something that danny green said was he said uh you know doc rivers like changed the vibe in the building from mm-hmm. red it's like i love that and everything but uh you didn't even play under bread <laughs> and i'm i'm sure what he's saying is 100 percent true but it's just funny to hear from a guy that like yeah wasn't coached by Brett yeah. brown at I mean, yeah it's, it's funny but I'm, i have no doubt that it's true and that's another thing i wanted to talk about was doc rivers and i feel like this is a clear example of a game that we lose with brett brown at the helm 100 yeah i mean doc in every way just well one first of all one thing i want to say before we get into this did you see the did you see the face what face the doc face oh they got him they got him (laughs) it was exact replica he's it was almost it was the third foul on joel he's just oh yeah (laughs) the the doc (laughs) face yes yes okay i get what you mean (laughs) yes and we literally i'm not even joking it it popped up and the entire room i was in just erupted and we were just like larry they got it they got you gotta have a cameraman on doc at all times oh my god that moment just to click fast like it was literally perfect it was exactly the same (laughs) but for like he's got his flaws and everything it is all bench Mm -hmm. lineups can be frustrating but at the end of the day i'm completely under the impression that we lose that game if he isn't our coach yeah and brett is and also i think with going with the all bench stuff uh they they weren't terrible. Like the all bench lineups weren't atrocious no. yesterday. They could have been better. I mean, Shake Milton. Good. I mean, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, that's why I'm. That's yeah. why I'm so happy we have George Hill. Yeah. Like seriously, because he has taken over that role that Shake should have. Yeah, you're done, Shake. Like, take a seat. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, no. He, nah, he's looking. He's he's been looking bad. He needs to. Something needs to get better. For I him. know. No, I definitely here's, agree. Yeah, here's your shot, and nope. <laughs> good. yeah i mean i'm happy we have hill in there because obviously that brings a veteran presence yeah. um and tyrese maxi looked fantastic tyrese looked great yeah. so that was like a huge plus like seeing him actually get playoff minutes was insane like <laughs> he came in and i was like no th- wait they actually put him in oh my god let's go like and you see like the the videos are from practice all week where he's actually playing with the second lineup and it's it's awesome to see because i think he's going to be fantastic especially when you see guys like desmond bain last night hitting a fucking three against the jazz and they're just literally like the, the rookies have been playing well so far in the playoffs the rookies that are playing i should say yeah, yeah um but it's great to see him get in on that especially since he fell to 21 i'll never let anyone he's gonna be that. everything that markel Fultz should have been yep literally and he but fell to 21 <laughs> one of the one of my favorite lineups from that game like uh obviously wasn't too much time together but mm-hmm. uh hill maxi thibel ben and joel oh my god all that, defense. Yeah. That, all fucking defense. And like, I just, and, I love uh, any lineup Maxi's on the floor, especially yeah. like when you can put him with the starters, yeah. like to help him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's just, he brings electricity. Like mm-hmm. when you're like, I think someone on Twitter defined the lineup as like, we're kind of stagnant right now and we need some electricity to get yeah. us going here. Yeah. Like that's a good line. It's just all speed, all defense. Let's like, talk about that too. George Hill. Well, he's been a great pickup. 11 points yesterday. I think he was, he was fantastic. Everyone wanted these big moves like Kyle Lowry and mm-hmm. Harden, and I think that Daryl Morey's head was in the right place as far as not messing with the vibe of this team. Yeah. And I think George Hill was the perfect addition to the squad mm-hmm. that like kept the chemistry because you know he's played with Danny before, and like he filled a spot that needed to be filled, yep. and it didn't take away any of our. It didn't take away anyone. We just signed mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we had to trade. Uh, Who I forget? Tony Bradley. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forget about that. <laughs> no, but build around for, Tony Bradley. Okay, yeah, so you do it. <laughs> that, 
a sad, it's a sad day when he had to go. But it was, but it was, it was necessary. That needed to be made. Yeah. Stop it. Jesus. <laughs> Nobody else cares about him. I can't believe that's so false. <laughs> Listen, as long as we got B-ball, Paul. That's I am. Oh, I kind of want to see him in the playoffs. I want nothing more than him to get a couple uh, minutes in a blowout game. Yes, that's why. That's like literally like the main reason I want them to blow out the Wizards at least one game. I think it will happen. I just want to see a packed Wells Fargo Center. Losing their absolute minds when Paul Reed goes to check in <laughs> when it's like a, a thirty point game with a couple minutes left in the third in the fourth. <laughs> the announcer comes over, B ball, Paul. That's, Dude, oh my that's god. All I want to see. The there would actually be electricity running around the yeah. park. <laughs> but um another thing with and this is even before the game and even more so after, but mm-hmm. like we've really got to talk about this. The the way the media has just been like downplaying the Sixers, it, it's unreal to me. And, like, I get that we're Philadelphia and no one likes us and all that shit. But, like, and I know the circumstances are a bit different, but it's like this 2017 Eagles with the way that everyone's just discounting us. Like, before the playoffs started, I saw a headline that said on first take when it said, uh, can the Heat challenge the Bucks and Nets for the Eastern Conference? Mm-hmm. It's like, what, are you just forgetting about the one seed? Like, yep. what, we're, you don't even count us? You're just That's overlooking fine. us? That's and then fine. today I wake up. And the first thing I they're running through the games and I turn on first take when they get to the Sixers game, the headline I said in our group chat earlier, the headline that they are showing at the bottom of the screen is, was this a moral victory for Russell Westbrook? Uh, uh, That made literally no sense. He had a fucking terrible game. It made no sense at all. He was not good. (laughs) I I don't. Did you know like what the context of that was? Did they like, did you see anything that because like the only thing I can think listen. Okay, good. Because the only thing I can think is that they're saying that because he didn't get in a fight with anybody. <laughs> I guess he, he didn't have any fans to flip him off, so <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, he won. Oh, he, well, no, I'm just talking about Embiid, because you know him, uh, yeah, him and yeah. Embiid always butt heads. Yeah, they, they beef. But I I guess that's what they were talking about. It makes, no, it makes no sense. They'll do None at all. These, these uh, headlines. sports headlines and these companies will do anything they can to downplay the Sixers. Like, mm-hmm. Sports Center on Instagram was posting all kinds of highlights of every game, and the one major highlight they posted from the Sixers game was Russell Westbrook stepping out of bounds, and the caption <laughs> was like, Russell Westbrook accidentally steps out of bounds to end the game, period. Sixers win game one, period. <laughs> and also, like, another... Get fucking hype. I know. Another great point is that if you watch the NBA playoffs commercials, there is one clip in the one of them, and it's the back of Matisse Thibault. <laughs> it's not even like they don't show Joel, they don't show Ben, they show the back of Matisse. Like, this is what we mean when we say we don't want to whip out the, the tinfoil hats, but like it's so clear that the league has a problem with yeah. the Sixers still. Yeah, like, obviously, get over tanking it. works. Sorry, <laughs> what the Thunder have done this year is more egregious than anything Sanhiki ever did. I know. He, the the Thunder literally just sent Al Horford home for the season <laughs> yeah. for no reason. They just said, "Now nah, just take the rest of the season off. You're yeah. not hurt." It doesn't make any sense. But I hey, mean, it's not the Sixers. It's unreal how like the Sixers the Sixers did it, and we're not trying to act like because everyone's like, "Oh, all they did was tank." It's like it's not like revolutionary, but look at what they influenced. Everyone mm-hmm. does it now. Yeah, there's no reason at sitting around and being a bubble team. Mm-hmm. Just tear it all down and build up and hope you land a Joel Embiid and a Ben Simmons. Literally. I mean, that's the, that's the funniest part too, because the yeah. thunder won't really have to go through a process though. Cause they have a million draft picks in a yeah. couple years. Yeah. The, the structure of the NBA incentivized doing it as such. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like once you exploit, you know, little loopholes, you know, everybody's going to get pissed because they didn't think of it first. Yep. Exactly. All right. 
And it's just funny, like, watching this go run rampant through the league now, but we were the only ones that got punished for it. Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to pull out... What's the GM of the Thunder? Presti? Oh, Is yeah. yeah Presti. Pull, yeah. Are we going to pull him out and insert fucking a Colangelo <laughs> in there to, to r- try to ruin the franchise? Like, Just bring Brian back. Why the fuck it's not? Just, it's just <laughs> bullshit to me. The and, league's missing big collars. <laughs> and listen, man, I am all for another playoff run in Philly under the guise of being a first seed underdog. Mm-hmm. If that's how they want to play, that's how they want to play. Yeah. And it just gives me even more confidence that we're on the side of the bracket we are because not again not that I'm scared of any of these teams because like we've said if you're scared to get a dog but, mm-hmm. um, let the Nets the Bucks and the Heat beat up on each other over yeah. there we all have to do is take care of business with the Wizards which should be should be easy mm-hmm. I mean I'm predicting a sweep you're predicting a sweep I don't mm-hmm. think the rest of the games will be close yeah. I think that they have found their tune in the fourth quarter when Seth gained fire and Danny Green Danny Green also another X factor along Tobias Harris in yeah, playoffs. He's, he's a proven commodity in the playoffs mm-hmm. except for last year I guess he really fucking hated the Lakers or something because I already feel like he looks better but like <laughs> yeah I just think him and LeBron let's just let him run with being an underdog you know after they beat each other up and we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals most mm-hmm. likely under very little having having, having endured very little because I mean the Hawks and Knicks not scared of either of them. Yeah, I don't no. care which one of them makes it out. I think the Knicks might win the series. I know they I mean, lost if that Julius, first. If Julius Randle keeps playing the way he did yesterday, they lost that first game. <laughs> and I think what they say, get round one or game one of the series, whoever wins usually wins like seventy-seven percent of the time. Yeah, it's seventy-six point two percent of the time. So like that's not yeah. promising. But honestly, unlike by the way, this is a, kind of an inside joke for the people that aren't in our group chat. There's this guy on on Twitter. Don't know his name. Not gonna like give it out there or anything. Every single tweet about the Sixers playoffs, this guy comments about how scared we should be of the Atlanta Hawks. It's it's mind-boggling because the Hawks are one of my least feared teams yes. in the East. <laughs> like, I am craving a matchup with the Hawks rather than the Knicks. Again, not that I'm scared of the Knicks, but I think they're a feisty little bunch. They might yeah. give you some problems, mm-hmm. maybe steal one from you. Again, the Hawks could steal one too, but I think that the Knicks pose a greater threat, not that I feel like either really do unless we really fucking shit the bed. Yeah. The Hawks don't scare me one bit. Not at all. What am I supposed like, to be scared of? Trey Young and then Solomon Hill. Clint Capella. Clint dude. Capella. He's going to grab like 15 rebounds and like. <laughs> but this guy on Twitter <laughs> is just shitting his pants at every sight of the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> That's Collins fine. and Bogdanovich have been really good this year, though. They have. Don't no, be, they have. They, but If you look at those teams <clears throat> on paper, the Hawks' talent easily blows the Knicks out of the water. So I feel yeah. like the, the talent might, but I just feel like the Knicks have that, like, Kind of like play that. Play with the Thibodeau effort. Yeah, they play with yeah. more heart. Like they play with like a little they bit of an grit. it factor. Yeah, they've grit. Let's be real. They already played seventy two playoff games. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. And like I hope, like I think that Jordan Clarkson will probably get six man of the year. But I, I'm really pulling for D Rose there, dude. I hope the league does him solid. I don't even know if they will. I don't think they will. <laughs> I would love to see Clarkson. That. Clarkson was like leading way too far for that. I think. I, He's been insane this I, year. I sometimes am watching the Jazz and I see Clarkson and I cannot believe this is the same guy on the 2018 Cavs roster. Yeah, no. Who it's put up maybe the worst performance in the finals I've ever watched with my own two eyes. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe it's the same it, fucking it, guy. It's, it's like. It's, he shot like a whopping like 6% from the field or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I don't know how it's the same guy. And also, <laughs> how, do, how do teams get two six man finalists? I don't get it. I wouldn't want it to be like the seventh man. I mean, I don't it know. happened with like, the Clippers last year. I know too. it was because Montrez and Luke, but I mean they're just so close. Like, yeah, I, they were very. They had very similar seasons last year. I guess. I mean, obviously different games, but like points wise, they had very similar right. points per game. So it was like, yeah. I guess yeah. that's really what they're going off of. And before we, uh, I guess we'll move on to the rest of the playoffs. Talk about some other games, but mm-hmm. like 
the additions of of Seth and Danny have been have been so huge. Like, like in, absolutely, insane. like I really want to keep Danny for another year. Like, I I'm love him. So sold as on a, that. he seems like a great locker room guy. Mm-hmm. Like all the guys we picked up really do. Like. I can't say enough about Dwight Howard and yeah. how much I love him way yeah. more than I ever expected to. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that he's the fact that you see his big goofy ass on the sideline cheering the fans on mm-hmm. for the frosty freeze out yeah. is is my favorite thing ever. I when um oh, who was it when Westbrook missed no it wasn't it was Len Len missed yeah. two in a row in the first half. Yes, yes. I was heartbroken. I was just so heartbroken. I would literally look to my friend and I was like Dwight's just probably so sad he's right so now. He's so mad. <laughs> he's like, why couldn't this happen in the second half? Yeah, but <laughs> All we need is a frosty freeze out. Dwight <laughs> will literally score like 20 half? points. Yeah, it has to be in the second it has half. To be second half. Uh, yeah. No. That's why that's why I was really, really none depressed. Of, none of the not national commentators know about that stuff. That's because they're dumb. <laughs> I mean, look at Marv. He's literally dying while he's announcing the game. I, mean, I don't know how <laughs> they wouldn't acknowledge it by now. I think an all time media moment was the IT thing. When the guy, yeah. he said, sorry, yeah, I, I just mean, wanted to <laughs> It was, but like That's, the announcers are... They need to catch up. But like Don't I'll get say, me started on Marv versus Mark. Daryl Morey just deserves so much credit for flipping Al Horford mm-hmm. into Danny and flipping Josh Richardson into Seth. Yeah, he literally because, undid everything that Elton Brand did wrong. Yes, and those were, those were two huge moves because like Danny's a vet who's got playoff experience he's got mm-hmm. big shot experience i mean he was he was very close to winning a finals mvp in his yeah. career in the, and he won two rings in a row yeah. in the and past two years Seth so, I mean, is statistically speaking one of the best shooters ever yeah for the clip he shoots and i know that he was very cold in the first half but mm-hmm. he got hot yeah that stretch that stretch of a uh, couple minutes in the was it the end of the third beginning of the fourth i think yeah. where they were hitting yeah they were bombing on him for yep. a little bit seth was going stupid yeah and i think the the play that everybody's been talking about today was the one where literally everyone touched it because um it was when i forget who drove down the middle but it was the one where literally like it was bouncing around and then ben picked it up and then threw it forward to toby toby yeah. stood still for a second passed it off to seth and seth hit the three yes comes back down the floor just confirming let's fucking go some of ben's passes yesterday were Unreal. The yeah. one to George Hill on yeah. the uh, breakaway, mm-hmm. like puts it, it on a fucking rope. It's crazy. <laughs> like that's like that's that's why I'm not mad when he only yeah. scores. I mean, obviously, like we said, the free, the free throws, throw but thing is when he needs. Why I'm not mad when he scores six points and he, has he creates fifteen so much. assists. People just want to be mad at Ben Simmons. It yep. doesn't matter. What no one hates Ben Simmons more than Philadelphia media does. That's true. It really, that's true. Man. Like we. They want so badly to run him out of town, and it makes no sense to me. So I, yeah, I hope that he knows Carson that it's just wants. these. Yeah, Carson. <laughs> I just hope that that Ben knows that it's just these nerds that yeah, hate no, him. Yeah, he like, does. Real he Sixers does. fans love him and mm-hmm. appreciate him and value him so much. Yeah, because if it wasn't for him, this team wouldn't be where they are. I mean, you see, well is. Yeah, you, you see it on. The, we've talked about this like three times already, but still, you yeah. see it on that four-game streak where he was out. They lost every single game. Yeah, couldn't make any threes. He's like, the straw <laughs> that stirs the drink. Yeah. Joel is, you know, the the main course, but mm-hmm. Ben is Ben. You need Ben. Mm-hmm. He he's, he's the fork the, you need. Yeah. He's the or sorry, he's the steak knife you need to steak. Exactly. <laughs> but the last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, at the end of the game, I loved seeing Thibault's defense on Beal. He's insane, dude. It's like, like <laughs> it makes me think that the next game just put him out there on Beal. I wouldn't even be mad if like I literally I was saying this to my friends all weekend. I was like, I would not be mad if Doc started Tease. Let dude, like who's <laughs> hitting then. Uh, probably probably Danny. Seth. No, nah, you got to go Danny. 
Danny, yeah. Because then you need him for the defense later. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Danny. I mean, I don't think he'll actually do it, but I wouldn't yeah, be no, mad. Yeah, no, never. Oh. But, like, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even be that mad about it. Clarkson, I mean, Clarkson just won six, man, by the way. Oh, they just announced it? Uh, okay. Yep, there and, it is. Well, I, he, was, <laughs> he deserved it. Don't get me wrong. I just, I would have liked to see D. Rose get that for yeah. what he's done. He was averaging, he, like, 18 a yeah. game, though. Like, Clarkson's unreal. Yeah. Which is, again, crazy because of how bad he was. But mm-hmm. um, imagine that's a, just... It's a weird award. It is. It is a weird award. Weird like. Award. But it, I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. Remember when we thought Shake was going to be six man of the year he after the, the first ten hot. games? <laughs> he did. He came out fucking well, like like on fire. Just have Ben and Tease at the one and two, Garden Westbrook and Bill, and just switching off. Put them in need. jail. I mean, again, and Bradley Beal, by the way, I dude's a certified baller. I yeah. really like him. He's he a talks a though. lot of yeah. shit. I mean, you got. Uh, I mean, you you got to to survive the Philly crowd, but yeah. like. Like after he hit that layup on Tease, mm-hmm. was a well defended layup. Bradley Beal is just one of the best scorers in the whole NBA. Yeah, and he like wobbled on the floor. It's like, brother, like look at the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I get that <laughs> you're personally going off right now, but like, take and a even look. then, even then, he only scored thirty three. Like that's good for what low key kind of low for him <laughs> like, yeah, against I mean, us. As considering he averaged what like thirty seven against us in the regular yeah. season, he only he scored below his average against us. Who's who's the biggest? Uh, Sixers playoff villain that's not Marcus Smart. Mm. Of recent years, of course. Oh, oh. Terry Rozier. Yes, Scary Terry, mm. for sure. That's and we're talking about yeah. guys that aren't that good. Actually, Kawhi. What am I saying? Kawhi. Oh, yeah, Kawhi. <laughs> well, no. That's not the I'm talking more... How is it not the same? You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking more in the ilk of guys that aren't that great, but fucking kill no, us. No, just like the... You just get angry immediately. Okay. Like you're not getting angry. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, now I do. But <laughs> I, listen, I wouldn't mind getting the Clippers in the in the finals to get revenge would, for that. Dude, that'd be awesome. But uh, I guess now we'll, this is a good segue into the rest of these games. Let's talk about the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I, I think they owe Doc Rivers an apology. <laughs> um, you know, because uh, they fucking lost game one to the, Ma- the Mavericks. That was insane. I. Personally, I was that was the night I was out at the bar. I don't really remember a ton of it, but I saw the end of it. I was like, what I just the want fuck? everyone to remember how a few weeks ago on this podcast I said, uh, we we are now we are now in the playoff phase of Paul George, mm-hmm. where the playoff cycle fee. the cycle has continued, mm-hmm. where it is um the year starts off, people doubt Paul George, the year goes on, he catches fire. They're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, like we undervalue Paul George, MVP candidate. <laughs> Playoffs come around, he absolutely chokes, mm-hmm. and then repeat. Yep, and he is now in that choking spot again yep. nine points <laughs> like the funniest part is i was literally texting my friends i was like hey guys guess what paul george is one for eight and <laughs> in the first quarter i have it's never awesome <laughs> i've never seen a player do this and like i know that there's narratives about players of our generation like james harden and chris paul mm-hmm. that are like playoff chokes i've never seen a significant drop off like this from yeah, a player it's ever nuts because don't get me wrong coming into the playoffs like he is most years, the dude was averaging like an insane amount of points mm-hmm. for like a couple months and leading them to victories and hitting crazy shots and he's unguardable. Then like out of nowhere, the playoffs start and he just shrinks. Yeah. It's so bad. The one thing I start to wonder with that is, is it just like the rigors of playing in the playoffs? Because you're playing more minutes yeah. in the playoffs. Is he just like, not tough? <laughs> yeah, it's because he's just a pussy. Like <laughs> I don't want to say it, but like... <laughs> I just I, I wonder what the Clippers fans' excuse is going to be because last year it was Doc Rivers and it was the Montrez Harrell and Lou yeah. Williams were fucking up the vibe of the yeah. locker room, well, which like, makes no sense. But whatever. Well, also, I, all I all I hear from the actual like insiders, they say that this team didn't like that Kawhi and Paul George got unfair treatment. Yeah. So it was on them. Yeah. And 
again, I said this last year. I don't know. I haven't paid that much attention to the Clippers this year, but I'm sure it's kind of the same. But like they were a bunch of dudes that talked a lot of shit for having won nothing between any of them, except yeah. for the only one that didn't talk shit. I mean, yeah, Kawhi's the just a robot. The only dude that so. doesn't talk shit <laughs> is the only one that would be warranted in talking yeah. shit. Yep. Like, when Paul George was talking shit to Damian Lillard in last year's playoffs, like, it was a joke. Yeah. Like, how are you going to talk shit to a guy that hit one of the most embarrassing shots ever right in your fucking yep. face? And you're supposed to be an elite defender. In a spot that you choked in because mm-hmm. he had six points in that game. Yep. So like, and then Patrick Beverly also talking shit to Dame. He hit a shot similarly over your team that sent you home a couple years ago. Yep. The difference between Dame and those guys is they he doesn't run to other teams. I I have the utmost respect for Dame yeah, because no. he stays with Portland. Yeah. That's, and that's what he said. The part where he said, "Unlike you, like I'm not ring chasing." Yeah. So like, you know, it's whatever you can say. Like, oh, Dame just cares about money, but I mean, he is loyal. But like, when you see players like Paul George talking shit to guys that have clearly gotten the edge over him in certain things, it's like, why are you running your mouth? Yeah, and no, then the you have no place to. Yeah, you literally have no place to. And also on the other side of the court, Luca is just so awesome. He's an insane human being. I think they said he has a. He's been in seven playoff games in his career, and I think three or four of them have been triple doubles. Yeah, it's like it's absolutely insane how good this kid is. Like, like I'm starting to think like, and I know this is very premature, but like with the stats he's already accumulated, like the all teams and just doing this in the playoffs, like we are probably early into seeing one of the best players ever. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be shocked if he later in his career goes down as one of those guys. He put the stats he's already accumulated are crazy, and he's still twenty two years old. I know that's what I, I have to think about that every time because I'm like I am older than this kid. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm the same age as him. <laughs> yeah, like that is fucking crazy no, to think wrong. about. I know what I just said is extremely premature, but it's just he's so good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a generational and talent. Also, <laughs> he is a little bit of a whiny baby. I mean, yeah, but like it's okay. They're the best of them are. Look at look, look at LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> and I, I'm the biggest LeBron. I we'll, know you we'll, are. We'll talk about that in a second. We'll, we'll go to the other LA team, but. Dude, if the Clippers somehow fumble this series, it's going to be hilarious to watch because Kawhi or Paul George or both will leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their contract situations are exactly. I'm pretty sure. I know that Paul George, I think he has a player option yeah. at the end of this year, so yeah. he could leave. Clip, or, uh, Kawhi has one more year. Kawhi has yeah, one more year? Kawhi has one more. I could see Paul George bouncing if they don't win something <laughs> this year, which would just be... I just don't know where the fuck he'd go. I mean, he re-signed in OKC. Yeah. <laughs> I, it would just be hysterical after, you know, they get together and everyone's like, look at this super team and now yeah. they're 0 for 2, losing in the second round and then if they did this in the first round. <laughs> and like, especially awesome. to a Mavericks team that just isn't that good. And at home. Yeah. <laughs> and to, to drop home. game one at home is to this Mavericks team is bad. Yeah. Because like, they're not very good. They have Luka who's awesome, but outside of him, I mean, Porzingis is fine. He know, doesn't like, even... He's very inconsistent. Yeah. He's, but like, he's outside of the two of them, consistent. it's like... And Nothing. like Jay Rich, like but, <laughs> he's not yeah. shit this year. <laughs> like, yeah, that'll be, be embarrassing for the Clippers. Fuck the Clippers. Yep. I don't care about them, but I wouldn't mind to play them in the finals if they made it there just mm-hmm. to get revenge on uh, Kawhi. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, like, uh, what was it? Somebody hit a shot uh, last night. I think it was somebody hit a foul shot. and Oh, Joel hit a foul shot and it bounced on the rim four times. <laughs> and I had a fucking flashback. <laughs> PTSD flashback. Yeah, it went in, thank God. <laughs> but it went... Bounced off, bounced off the backboard, bounced yeah. off the uh, either side, off the front again, and then I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now, Joel? Right. Are you just trying to fuck with us?" Like, <laughs> and then on the other side of uh, L.A., mm-hmm. you got uh, the Lakers who drop game one to the Suns. <laughs> I I still think that the Lakers are going to win this series. <laughs> I don't know what I, evidence do you have. Like, I, mean. I have of that that like LeBron has lost a decent amount of game ones early in the playoffs in his career. Like, look back when he used to play the Bulls all the time on the Cavs. Like, 
He drops games. I wouldn't be surprised. They don't, that are very rusty too because they haven't played much together with mm-hmm. all the injuries. I wouldn't be surprised if like they come. I think that the Lakers winning this next game is one of my biggest locks. Like I think they're going to come out and win this game. I don't know if it'll be like a stomping, but I think they will at least win this next game. I think in the long run, it really obviously Booker and Aiton played fantastic yeah. yesterday. Um, but I think that what it's really going to come down to is if Chris Paul is playing well or not. Yeah, because you saw that right shoulder contusion. Yeah, him not happen. being seriously injured is. I was so happy. But like we were just talking about Luca with the whiny baby thing. We have to talk about that LeBron moment. So God, Le- LeBron goes down after a box out for Chris Paul. And listen, Chris Paul, LeBron <laughs> is like my favorite non sixer ever, and like one of my favorite players of all time. Mm-hmm. I know. He goes down <laughs> for this box out. He then a flight breaks out over on the elbow and he's in the lane. He's down, he, but he's he's down. I know he's down. And then he the focus, up. the focus goes to the fight. So he gets up and walks over to the fight and area fucking falls and on the ground. I'm like, are you sh- are you shitting me, dude? It's like it's this so is the man kids are supposed to be looking oh my, up to. Bro, it is so funny, though. Oh he walked God. right over to where all the somebody just fucking take this dude out back and shoot him. God damn it. <laughs> Like <laughs> but that, I think that's going to be the best series in, in this first round. I yeah. really do. No, I, I definitely think so. I would have loved to see uh, if the Warriors had made it against the Jazz. I think that would have been a great series, too. Yeah. But obviously, the, Dude, somehow, <laughs> the I Grizzlies think that, are like, going to I was just about to say, we could talk yeah. about that next. And like as much as everyone's saying, like, oh, we got robbed of Steph Curry in the playoffs, I don't know about you or if I'm in the minority here. I think the Grizzlies will, will give a better series than the Warriors would. Yeah. Sure, you have Steph Curry is the best player out of both teams by mm-hmm. a wide, wide margin. Mm-hmm. But I think as a team, the Grizzlies have way more talent. Yeah, and plus, like, like I feel like the the Warriors don't really have a big man that would be able to guard right. Rudy. Like I think or I, Derek Favors. So I, John Moran is obviously special, mm-hmm. and he's still young, but he's special right now, and he'll get better. Yeah, Valanciunas is having a career. Valanciunas. Kyle Anderson mm-hmm. and Dylan Brooks, like that's a solid, he, that's Dylan, a solid little squad right there. Dylan Brooks was gone. He could not miss in the third yeah, quarter. Yeah, he's a he's an electric three shooter, and that's why I think they have a chance to beat the Jazz mm-hmm. again. I don't, I'm not going to predict they will because Donovan yeah. Mitchell is going to come back and make a difference. Yeah, but like Dylan Brooks, someone that can really keep up with the shooting of the Jazz. Also, if they can keep getting Rudy to fell out, <laughs> that would uh, just yeah. Let, let's talk about that now. I mean, I've wanted to talk about it. F- fucking. Is Rudy Gobert still tricking all these people into thinking he's the defender? He's the Raptor DP. Like, oh my oh god, my god. It, it, it's unreal. I got like, it. I saw someone say on Twitter like Rudy Gobert's like this defensive player of the year award away from being like the greatest defender of all time. Yeah, they kept sucking his dick, dude. Fucking uh, Reggie Jackson last night kept saying, "Well, he's the two-time, about to be three-time defensive." Pl-. I'm like, shut the fuck up. He like, honestly. he does not fucking deserve this defensive player of the year. <laughs> he, he gets it. He does not. He doesn't it ben all. Simmons has been miles away the best defender in the league. The whole league doesn't respect Rudy Gobert's defense. They clown him. Yeah. How many times this year has he been clowned? And there was a tweet the other day before this game mm-hmm. that said, uh, it was a video of John Morant doing like his layups and someone was like, imagine him trying to do this in the playoffs with like a cat with like a gif of Rudy doing mm-hmm. finger wag. Yeah. And then someone today quote tweeted it with an exact play yeah. of that <laughs> jaw going up and under Rudy. Yeah. Like He's just not as good as everyone says he is. I know. It's like the Pat Bev effect when Russell Westbrook said, Pat Bev just tricks you. He mm-hmm. just runs around screaming and he doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> now, I'm not saying Rudy does nothing, but these fucking... He's obviously a good defender in the long yeah, run. But these but advanced metrics that people pull out of their ass are like... bullshit. Use your fucking eyes and watch <laughs> yeah. the game, dude. Like, 
I get that some advanced stats are like helpful, but like at the end of the day, I watch the games. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't give a fuck what Rudy's whatever is. Yeah. I'm watching the game and I see that he's getting punked. Mm-hmm. And like, let's talk about this too. He's a center, right? Yeah. There's not many good centers in the NBA right now. Like there's, there there's a handful yeah. of them. Like I'd say Joel. I mean, if you, count, if you want to count AD, yeah, count yeah. him as a big no, man. I, honestly, but I don't solely because he refuses to play five because he yeah. doesn't want to guard fives. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll say the elite big men, though, that like yes, Rudy would get called go get guarding are Joel, AD, and Jokic. And what yeah. do the three of those guys have in common? Every fucking time they play Rudy, they torch him. Yeah. So he gets torched by the best of his divi- of his uh, position. Mm-hmm. All the guys that are good in his position cook him. Yeah. So, like, I don't get and it. And even Valanciunas last night, low-key was cooking. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> I don't get it. All, like, and then you have Ben, who guards one through five. Mm-hmm. And, like, he does very well at it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rudy can't guard his own position. He can't guard guards. Like, don't get me wrong. He gets some blocks because, like, he's so big in yeah. there. And then he, he's 7'2". Of course he's going to get some blocks. All you do is put your fucking arms up. Exactly. Like, I just don't get it. I it's just see, I see him play other elite centers, and I'm like... I can't believe this is the guy that's about to be three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah, it's I I, I really hate like how thirty on his head. Yeah, I really hate how he really overtook the race at the end of the year too. Because like literally up until I think like the last three weeks of the fucking season, Ben was like in clear first place, it's and he missed a little bit of time. And as soon as that happened, like and the Sixers really stopped caring a little bit towards the end. Like he just went right to second. The I was like, come miss, on. The <laughs> whole missed time thing this year is complete bullshit to me. Yeah. Because like it um, sucks. I get the Jokic didn't, but everyone missed fucking time with the short COVID year. Yeah. Like it's it's an unfair thing to expect mm-hmm. that they weren't gonna miss some time. Yeah, especially when you're coming like straight off another season and right. you have like th- like two two how much was it? Like I mean, obviously for the championship teams it was like yeah. what, like a month and a half, two yeah. months. But like everybody else got like probably like three months. Like yeah. that's nothing. Like <laughs> let's give the award Within reasonable, within reason, let's give the awards to guys that are actually the best, even if they miss some games. Mm-hmm. Like within reason, obviously, yeah. like if someone is great for like fucking fifteen games and misses yeah. the whole year. Obviously, like I don't yeah. mean that, but I'm, I mean I'm gonna be honest. Jokic does deserve it this year over yeah, Embiid yeah. because Embiid did miss a significant portion when it I'm comes not, down to I'm it. I'm not mad Jokic is gonna win it. I just, I'm not. It just sucks. Yeah, it, it really sucks because I mean the you like you really wanted to see Embiid get that, but at the same time, I think. I'm low key kind of happy that I don't think either he or Ben are going to win any individual awards because that's going to fucking fire them up. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like you think they were good before. Just wait till they don't get awards. MVP, then they're going to be fucking yeah. fire. MVP defensive player. mean nothing. If they're raising that fucking yeah. trophy at the end of the if, if we, if we get the Larry O'Brien going yeah. on broad street, I don't fucking care what they got. But while we're on the topic of Jokic, this is another very interesting series to me. The mm-hmm. Blazers versus the Nuggets. Yeah. Obviously, the Blazers game one, 123, 109. Mm-hmm. I think the Blazers are going to win this. I seriously do. And I think it might be in like in five or six. Yeah. No, I I don't no. think. I, yeah, I think so. A 123 <laughs> to 109. A, one, yeah. a 123 to 109 victory on the road. Like tells me something, and John Mar- uh, not John Moran, sorry, Jamal Murray yeah. was like their playoff hero last year. Yeah. Not to say Jokic like shrunk or anything, because he really didn't. But Jamal Murray took such a step up mm-hmm. and led them, and he's he not like, here to do that. He like was the reason they won those yeah. three one. They were down three one, and he's and not here won. to do that. And I'm going to be completely honest with you: if Jamal Murray wasn't hurt, and the West was in the shape it is with the Jazz and the Suns at the top, and the Lakers in disarray, mm-hmm. and the Clippers looking like they're going to choke again. I might take Denver to. I might have taken Denver to come out of the West. Yeah, that's how much of an impact I think Mary has. Yeah, and but, it's it's looked down upon. Like you don't think about it because obviously, like during the regular season, he's not fantastic. But as soon as it hit playoffs, something just switches in his head. 
Yeah. I, again, I don't know if it was just a bubble last year. I don't know about him because he is a good player, but I would love to see him. I, I would have loved to see him this year. It fucking like, sucks. My thing is, like, because what more... I mean, obviously, the, the Blazers can have a bad game, and that could make them lose here, but, yeah. like... Jokic scores 34 and Michael Porter Jr. scores 25. Those mm-hmm. are your two best guys. They did what they're supposed to do. Like outside of those guys, who's going to step up to really make a difference? Because yeah, no. this was a double digit loss. At mm-hmm. Like Aaron Gordon, 16 <laughs> points. I don't expect much out of him. He's no. he's not he's a dunk contest guy. Yeah. Uh, and then Austin Rivers, like six points out of him. The bench isn't very good. Like yeah. Paul Millsap is 15 minutes, three points. Like. I just don't think they have enough. I don't. Yeah, and because like, and like I said, their two best guys did what they should do, and they still lost by however many points. Like, and Portland picked made good moves towards the end of the season. They've got Gary Trent Jr. Like, they made good moves to better themselves, and yeah. I think that they are going to easily win this series. I, I think agree. Jokic will have one game where he scores like 50, 60. I love and that'll carry them. I but, love Melo coming off the bench. Yeah, like I th- I, he's greatly yeah. came into this role. I mean, it happened last year too. But mm-hmm. coming off the bench, uh, twenty two, shooting fifty percent, scoring yeah. uh, eighteen points, like because I mean, he's like the perfect veteran presence. Yeah, he literally is. Like he because he, he still got those flashes of the scoring in him. Yeah. Like he'll hit a he'll hit a fade he'll hit a tough fadeaway shot. Mm-hmm. And that's that's mellow. That's what you need. And th- at the end of the day, Especially I think this bench. is what makes the difference in this series. Yeah, but uh, I guess we'll go over to the East, the Heat, and the Bucks. <laughs> this. How, how are they, wait, hold on, real quick. How are the Heat still trucking out Trevor Ariza? I, I he was. That's a good question. He's been starting. He played. I'm not only saying. did not only did he yeah. start. He played thirty eight minutes. Yeah. I mean, he's I know they went to thirty five. What thirty six now? Yes. Like I, he's. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea how that is like allowed. <laughs> I, mean, I guess we don't have like a dog. I feel like in this, that's elder abuse. I guess we don't have a dog in this fight. But I'm rooting for the Heat to beat the Bucks. Oh, 100 percent. So funny. But at the same time. I I think the Bucks have a better chance of taking the Nets to seven. I I think that's a five or six game series. What? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Versus the Heat. Yes. So you think the Bucks win in five? Yes. Okay, I'm a man at that. I think it's going to be one of these series where I see the Bucks winning, like the, like in probably in five, but mm-hmm. it'll be close like this. Yeah. No, I definitely think so. I think the I just don't think the Heat really have the playoff I mean obviously they went if, to the finals last year but I don't think they have the playoffs up. I think the Bucks like their their whole fucking rep- Giannis especially his reputation is on the line in these playoffs. Yes. If he doesn't at least make the Eastern Conference finals like what are, what are we doing here? Like yeah. you, you have to make a move like if you're the Bucks you probably have to fire your coach. Like you got mm-hmm. you got to you can't just keep being this bubble team yeah. that is great in the regular season gets to the playoffs and you have a round one or two exit every mm-hmm. year like Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to make some changes, and I know they're not gonna want to get rid of Giannis. But like, if I'm him, I want to have need a fresh start. Yeah. After all this, because like his reputation is gonna be seriously called in the question. Yep. I mean, I look at LeBron in the beginning of his career when he he didn't win a ring for a while, and people were calling him in the question. Yeah. And obviously, he was great. Like, you might need a change here, especially mm-hmm. if you lost in the first. If they lost in the first round, my God, how embarrassing would that be? <laughs> a loss to the Nets is more explainable, but still, they need an Easter Conference Finals. Yeah. Place. Yeah, and I think I don't think the Heat really can compete uh, if Giannis actually plays at an elite level yeah which I don't think Bam can lock him down I don't think anybody can really lock him down on that team right so I I see the the heat stealing one yeah but I think I'd ultimately take the box in yeah no and I think the a big factor in that too is just Jimmy didn't play the full season this year he hasn't been really himself entirely this year in general um which kind of sucks to see because part of me still loves Jimmy but um it's kind of nice to see that too (laughs) Um, then you got the next, the, the next, the Nets <laughs> versus the Celtics. 
Um, I'm going to take back what I said. I think I said I saw the Celtics stealing a game here. I don't. Uh, yeah, there was 41 a- minutes from Tatum <laughs> and 22 points. I, I really thought that this was going to be the series where I think I might have even said it on this podcast where like Tatum had like a, a Jordan moment where mm-hmm. like when yeah. early in his career when Jordan would play the Celtics, but the Celtics were obviously so much better, but Jordan would individually like steal a game by yeah. having like 50 or something crazy. Yeah. I don't, I just I don't think Tatum's gonna do it. I'm blown away that they were so they were effectively playing defense on him when they are such a bad defensive team. Yeah, like <laughs> who was he getting guarded by mostly? Like KD, uh, or was for it for the most part? Yeah, because I mean, like you can't if you put a seven footer on him, like he's not gonna do shit. No. Honestly, and KD's a seven footer that can actually move. So the big three of the Nets uh, counted for what, like eighty two points? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Was, huh. uh-huh. Blake Griffin, twenty <laughs> points a whopping one or twenty minutes a whopping one point. Yeah. <laughs> That's why people I, thought like that. Tri- that acquisition was like the best the ever. Th- yeah. Like, well, you know why? It was because of Lob City. It was because yeah. of the Clippers way back when, when uh, he and DeAndre Jordan would just fucking catch Blake everything. Isn't very good anymore. Yeah. And well, he's uh, he's just I think he's a little bit of a hothead and I think he's gonna fucking not do well. The Nets at all. are the team I want in the Eastern Conference Finals. I want to beat yeah, them. Yeah. I want them to go in a tough seven game series with the, the Bucks and mm-hmm. then come take us on because I feel like it will be much more satisfying to take out this this juggernaut yes, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Hundred percent. That would and be, I can't wait for the excuses of oh well they barely played together. Oh, but that was you guys said it was yeah. fine. At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what they have to say. Yeah, but yeah, Nets in four, and I think it's gonna be relatively. <laughs> um, I mean, without Jalen Brown, like they don't stand much of a chance. Yeah, it's just, like, it's, it's, just that's a huge it's, part it's of just the game. Tatum getting jumped. Yeah, essentially, like yeah. Kemba Walker, maybe like seventeen points isn't horrible, but like not against the team that's gonna put are, up yeah, eighty between three. You're players. going up against <laughs> one of the best big threes we've seen in like. A long time you're gonna need to put up a little bit better than uh 17 yeah especially when you have the reputation kemba does or at least he did before this year Mm -hmm. he was looked at as a very good player but he fucking is yeah horribly this year the second half or probably like the last 10 games for him he actually did really well but it was also like it's the last 10 games of the season everything's already pretty much locked in like and they didn't have jalen brown so that's taking away a big part of their offense so obviously he's gonna step it up a little bit right because that's just just because he's getting more time with the ball um but yeah, no, I don't see that. I don't see them doing anything. It'll be at all. it'll be over quick. Yeah, pull, pull the brooms out for that one too, which is unfortunate. But yeah. whatever, whatever they they'll have to they'll they'll get a test next round. Yeah, but um, and then you got the Hawks versus the Knicks, which is like obviously I besides I think besides <laughs> the Sixers, obviously like this is my favorite series. Like just because like <laughs> yeah, it's two true. scrappy young teams, and mm-hmm. I just I like watching them duke it out. I love. I just love playoff basketball in New York. Like, yeah, it's so it's so good having Seeing it back. Spike Lee it there is. on the side. It's it's <laughs> it's very. Also, by the way, speaking of Spike Lee, you just reminded me of something. That Raptors super fan yeah, yeah, was yeah. inducted into the Hall of Fame, the first fan ever. How the fuck are they going to disrespect I know, Spike Lee? I like know that? that's that's Spike so Lee, messed up. If that was a thing, he's been they, rocking with the Knicks literally his entire absolutely life. Absolutely absurd. Yeah, Spike Lee should have been the first fan in mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame by far. This Raptors guy is cool and everything, but like he's not Spike Jack Lee. Nicholson. Or Jack Nicholson, but Spike Spike Lee inspired one of the greatest moments on a court with the Reggie Miller choke. Mm-hmm. That that thing, that whole thing. That Spike Lee has been awesome, <laughs> and he's just like you, like he's a staple. He literally is a staple. Yeah, there. like people, more people know him as an, just the Knicks guy. Yeah, it's kind of like, crazy. Yeah, I think that's that's so dumb. But yeah. Besides that, um, it'll be a fun series. I mean, that first game was really fun. I mean, Trey Young shushing the Garden was pretty funny. That was hilarious. That was I, this is why hilarious. I miss the fans, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. people were like, talk, pe- people, I mean, obviously, pe- everyone gets their panties in a bunch of everything. Mm-hmm. But like, and I'm not trying to be a hypocrite because I said Beal was talking a lot of shit. Yeah. But like, 
it is it is what it's all about. Like yeah, you gotta you got no, the, the and like having crowd having like the ten thousand people there for obviously for the Sixers was fucking incredible because you see him beat immediately like more fired up playing to the yeah. crowd like every time he just stood up and went like this I was in the middle of my friend's living room just screaming at the top of my lungs like hitting things like fucking almost punched a hole in the I, wall like, watching the games like especially the Sixers because it was fifty percent I was like it just looks so weird having that many people in yeah there. I can only imagine next round when it gets kicked up oh my god yeah I. Ugh. It's going to so be electric, excited. but I need to go to one. I th- what do you what do you <laughs> think that the, the series goes to the Knicks and the Hawks? I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to six or seven. I, I think it's going to be. Five, I think though. this is. A, I think this is a series that's going seven. I th- again, I, I think it's just two scrappy young teams. Yeah. And like, I don't know who's going to win. I as I just stated, I would much rather play the Hawks because I think they are in a better matchup for us. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Also, though. It all depends how Julius Randle plays this series because if he shits the bed like he did last night on every other game, yeah, then then they stand their chance. Then it's uh, then it might be a sweep. They might steal one game because Alec Burks for some reason in his fucking bag. Yeah, and he's just like going off. R.J. Barrett's starting to come into his own. Yeah, I mean that was great to see too because he saw him. Stinks. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, he's he's. I liked him he, coming he, out of college. He had good effort yesterday, but God, he. Yeah, I he, think he's stunk. No, nah, this past season he's actually been pretty decent, but that's because he has a nice compliment now on Randall. Yeah, compared to yeah, compared to his more his other seasons, but I, it'll be nice I think for him because it'll be nice to see a guy that was touted as like Zion's best friend and yeah. like a guy that like was the compliment to Zion and all this shit and like I think it'll be cool to see him actually do well. I, I like the kid. So I mean, you got you got D Rose coming off the bench. Yeah. He's had a great year. I mean. I, w- I would have won him to win six man, as I said, but you know, whatever. I get it. Happens. And then uh, Reggie Reggie Bullock had like a horrible game, but mm-hmm. he had is having a good year. So like, yeah. he's a guy that if he plays a little better, could have made a big difference in a two point yeah. game. So like, it's things like that that give me faith because, like you said, Julius Randle had a bad game. Yeah, like fifteen points, six of twenty three shooting, and they that lost. Like, and they only oh. lost by two. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, and Alec Burke. If it wasn't for Alec Burks. They would have gotten blown out. Yeah, he he was in his. He bag. stepped the fuck up, like twenty-seven <laughs> off the bench. Yeah, I mean, he was insane. Fourth, what? Eighteen in the fourth. Yeah, he was insane. Like he he literally like single-handedly tried to will them to that game. I think like the, it was it was the awesome. Beautiful thing about this series is as as a Sixers fans here, we sit here, we can say it could be a fun series, we can enjoy it, and at the end of the day, I'm not worried about either of these teams. Yeah. So whoever wins, I have no problem with it mm-hmm. because. I think at best these teams steal a game from us. Yeah, maybe. And that's like giving them a little too much. I think. And listen, man. <laughs> I know that I'm sounding cocky, but like I believe in the Sixers, man. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time I've like believed in it, like fully been all like believing in a team besides maybe the 2017 Eagles. Yeah. And even then, like I was doubting everything they were doing. So. <laughs> I mean, I was all in on the 20, the the Jimmy Sixers. Yeah. And, like, they deserved yeah. it. They they were they that did. crazy shot away. But last year the vibes were obviously weird, but it's so good to have like fun playoff basketball back yeah and i'm not going to listen to any sports talk radio in philly because all they're going to do i is never do anyway me, they're just gonna <laughs> they're just gonna try to make me not be excited because yeah. for some reason that's like philadelphia like we have when, to be depressed we have to time. be depressed and sad and negative it's you can't be happy <laughs> no of course not <laughs> so i mean that's really it you got any words you want to say on the nba playoffs in general um i am just i think I know you said uh, the Knicks and the Hawks are probably your second favorite right now. I'm going to say that I think the Jazz and the Grizzlies after last night, that that game was just so electric. Yeah. And I literally, I was, I got, literally got home from driving three hours from DC, was like ready to go to bed. And then I like just turned it on to see what the score was. And I was like, 
holy shit, the Grizzlies are making this a game. And then I just sat there and watched the entire game. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I'm really excited for John that John is going to be one of the best players in the game yeah. real soon. Yeah. He's, the he's yeah. there. I mean, he's he already just, great. He needs to learn how to dunk so that he doesn't fuck his leg up like D-Rose. He's got one That's of the craziest highlight tapes of like missed dunks. Yeah. Like a couple, was it, I guess last year was the yeah. year when yeah, yeah, he yeah. had that dunk against the Cavs, I want to say, where he almost mm-hmm. baptized someone. Yep. Yeah, he's he he's I just, electric. I just want him to learn how to land so he doesn't do what D Rose did and tear his ACL. Because that's God literally forbid. like he, he lands the exact same way with his legs straight. He doesn't bend him at all. So Ja, figure that out, please. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, I mean, like, go Sixers. Um, Seamus, if you made it all the way to the end here, we miss you, buddy. <laughs> um, congrats again to you and your family. Yep. We can't wait to see you again next week. One thing, real quick, I do want to talk about oh, really quickly. Um, Fuck, it just went right out. This is about the Eagles. But oh, oh no, no, it was. Julio. Did oh. you see the shit with Shannon Sharp today? <laughs> Do you think he knew he was on live? I mean, Shannon I, he, Skip was talking too. Yeah. So like I mean I don't know. What? Please elaborate. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, did you know okay, so what happened? Um so on first take today, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless were talking about how um, or was there were some rumors about some, Julio wanting to go to Dallas and yeah. Wanting to well, no, it was Atlanta. because he was because he was walking around in like a Dallas shirt for right. some reason, and so Shannon Sharp has his phone number and calls him, and <laughs> Julio picks up. Yeah, live on the show, Julio picks up, and Shannon Sharp's like, "Hey, man, you going to Dallas?" <laughs> and Julio's like, "Hell no!" And he's like, "You staying in Atlanta?" He's like, "No, nah, I'm out of there." <laughs> yeah, like straight up, just like, "No, nah, I'm fucking out of Atlanta. I don't want to go to Dallas. Just get me out of Atlanta." Essentially is what he said. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I was everyone's wondering if he knew that he was on live yeah, TV. Because at the end, because the, the entire time the producer's going, tell, tell him he's on tell him he's on TV. And Shannon Sharp just keeps talking and talking. And then at the end he goes, Hey, thanks, man. Never says anything about him being on TV. But like skips like in the background, like, you're on TV. Like <laughs> so we don't know what happened there. But I mean, we all knew. Yeah. At least he doesn't want to go to Dallas. I know. That was the funniest part because Shannon goes, So you're going to Dallas? And he goes, Hell no. He's like, I, I want to win. <laughs> yeah. He wants to go somewhere he can win. He said and Skip was like rolling I've, over I've there. I've seen the Eagles pop up in some list of favorites to land him. I'm not, I honestly, I don't want him. I, I, I'm not going to get my hopes up or anything. It would be like, I, I would want to see what it would take. Yeah, but, but like, I don't, I don't expect that to happen at all. I like the young receiving core we have now. I want to develop them. I don't for expect me. that at all. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Fuck no. Keep stop it. No, I'm, do you see it coming? Oh, I, I smell. It. <sighs> I will. Oh my God, I smell. I would be so utterly depressed if that happened. It's, like it, it just stinks like a Howie. Movie. Yeah, I know. Oh I know. God. And apparently there's still interest from Howie. Oh God. Just yeah. stop. Within just the past stop. three weeks, I've seen like two articles that there's still interest. Well, so let's all just like say a big collective prayer that uh, <laughs> the Eagles keep their filthy fucking hands away from that situation. Yeah, I don't. I want none of that. I want none. I want nothing to We're do. We're gonna with end that. up twenty one, baby. We already forgot. <laughs> Look at us. We haven't mentioned him in like a month. That's not true. We Is mentioned there- him like two weeks ago in the last podcast. Two it- weeks ago? Yeah, because we didn't have one last week. <laughs> Two shows ago, <laughs> same shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's over a month ago. That's just because he hasn't got any new uh, accusations. He's already like at what twenty? I think he's at like twenty three. Yeah, twenty two, okay. twenty three. So please, Howie, please stay, don't. steer clear. Stay of the that. fuck just, away. And There's no morals in football. Let's be honest. <laughs> so look, yeah, I know. Look have some. <laughs> but um, 
my last thing would just be to thank everyone that ordered our merch. Yeah, no, the merch should be coming in, I believe, on Wednesday. So we will get it all together next week and hopefully get it out to everybody. We'll be doing more shirt runs and we're trying to do like hats and that kind of stuff yeah. as, as time goes on. But mm-hmm. for the time being, you know, thanks to everyone that decided to show some love. Yep. You guys need koozies for your that, I know, I, right? That, that's that's gotta be in our next merch rollout. Yeah. Hats, koozies, shirts. Coolers. The whole I mean Seamus <laughs> would be I'd be remiss if I didn't say condoms for Seamus. <laughs> That's true. Flavored condoms. Yeah, flavored of course. <laughs> Specifically. But um for Seamus yeah, and so Chris Hansen. Thanks to everyone that ordered the pot, uh the merch. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the Sixers for not letting me down. Yep. And uh congratulations to Seamus and his family. Yep. So thanks for listening. We'll thanks, see you guys everybody. all next week. Go Sixers. Trace my steps all in this game. You can see we cover ground. Back and forth from NC to New York when Jeezy had the crown. Vivid memories. Zigging thought to squeeze, we ducking down.